Welcome to the Crap Here Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, what's happening? Hey, Wells. What's How you doing? Thing? Still here. Still here. Still kicking. Still with it. Haven't done anything crazy lately. No? I mean, it's been a couple days. Have you had it's, any pizzas? It's been two days since I had a pizza. No, it's been three days since I've had a pizza. Okay. <laughs> I okay. Do love pizza. I just. You know. I, I have a legit question for you about oh the pizza thing. Uh huh. So let's say that your favorite pizza spot, whatever it is, was in a brewery. Would that be okay? If it was just them, like let's imagine they, I don't know. I'll use mine, House of Pizza. Let's say that House of Pizza became the go-to pizza place in all these breweries around town. Would. If it was your favorite pizza place, would that make it better or same? So if I loved the pizza, mm-hmm. but suddenly there's a brewery attached to it, would I stop going? Why would I do that? No, 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 no. I'm saying, would that make you as upset about all these breweries having pizza if it was all like one place, the same pizzeria at all of them? At all of them? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. You want some variety, dude. Okay. Fair enough. I'm just curious. It's just the... I don't know. There was some interview that I read about like a brewery opening up like next year or later on this year. I can't even remember now. And Monday night. They were like, no. And it's like, oh, well, we won't be like all the other breweries and do burgers and stuff. And I'm like, okay. Who's doing burgers? Triple C. That's it. Okay. I, that so, was more of a facetious. So, so my whole thing was like, who's doing... like? So they're going like so. What are you going to do? Pizza, please, God, not pizza. Pizza, like, and I love pizza. I could eat pizza like three times a week. It's great for leftovers. It's great hot. It's I'm not a fan of it cold. Um, oh. I you know I just can't cold whatever. Oh, but, cold pizza when you're hungover. Oof, that's um, the breakfast of champions. But you know, mix it up a little bit. You know, uh, I love you know, I, I love the Detroit style pizza at Salud. They only do it on Wednesdays and. I don't know much about Detroit style pizza except I love that. And Detroit style pizza is good. Yeah, uh, I like it so much better than Chicago. Uh, yeah, like them fighting words right now. So, so there's pros and cons to both. I will but cut like, you with the pizza slicer. I but go go find. We've got plenty of Jets pizza around here. That's Detroit Detroit style. Is it? It's, yeah, I, I mean, we have it quite often. It's quite good. And, and in case anybody doesn't know, the difference between Detroit pizza and everybody else's pizza is that the sauce is on the top instead of on the bottom. So you have all of your meats and your cheeses and everything else, and then it's sauce almost like a lasagna. That's a Detroit-style pizza. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, no, not sort of. That is a Detroit-style pizza. To which, you know, woo! Yeah. But, like... It's it's kind of like a reverse Chicago where you know Chicago both Chicago and Detroit are. It feels like the kind of thing that you do like an overnight in prison for, or at least jail. Yeah, yeah. Detroit style pizza to me is like um, breadsticks with pepperoni on top. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but I like that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I was just okay. If it was all Detroit style pizza, how about that? If it's all of anything, man. If it's all of anything, if everybody in town only made barrel-aged imperial stouts, I would get sick of it, too. That's that's my whole point. Like, fair enough, fair I enough. I just want something You want else. variety. 
Like, I just want an option that isn't just the same fucking thing that yeah. every other, like, brewery that serves food. Like, just give me a break. Why is it always pizza? Meh. I guess it's that old adage, pizza and beer. I mean, they just they go it together. Does, I mean, you know, the bread and the yeast, like it all I mean, it plays I, well together. There's I, a reason it works. I, I don't know about you guys. I cannot eat wings without having beer. Like Sure. Like, I can't oh, eat wings without taking out a loan. Oh, yeah, right now. I mean, yeah, good you're right. grief. You're right, but... We were out the other day, and it was like, oh, yes, eight wings, that'll be $17. And I'm <laughs> like, never mind, I will have the fried chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Can't never. eat wings without a beach towel. I really need to trim this shit up. Yeah, you and me both. Uh, what is Patrick Mahomes doing, by the way? Wells? Besides playing football? Oh, he plays football? Yeah. I was oh. not aware of that. I just thought he was a state farm dude. Yeah, that's all he does. He's yeah. the one that, that puts the ketchup on the steak. Yeah. Fucking monster. So, this is one of those big beer ad campaign, please pay attention to me kind of things that I'm kind of for. Um, Typically, I just roll my eyes and don't even bother submitting this, but it turns out NFL players are not allowed to be a spokesperson or appear in Alcohol commercials. Which sure. I did not know. Sure. I, I mean, I, I did not know that either. Like, you want to murder cannot. somebody, fight some dogs, beat your girlfriend, like, whatever. That's, yeah. that's like, we'll kind of brush it under the rug, but absolutely no advertising right. alcohol. Right. Yeah, because that might give people the impression that there's bad people in the NFL. So, I mean, they could have their likeness appear in like a print campaign for a, whatever, but you can't appear in a commercial. Or some sort of like ad endorsing any sort of alcohol. So Patrick Mahomes and the folks over at Coors Light uh, found a kind of a creative workaround for this. It's a flashlight. A flashlight? A flash light. A flashlight? I'm not about to have the Patrick <sighs> Mahomes model flashlight. Oh God, that would be a whole other thing. I mean, if you ever want. Is he to... gonna fuck that flashlight? <laughs> oh. Um, so it's, it's a, a one minute ad. I'm sure they can trim it down, whatever for the Coors light. And it's a flashlight that comes in like a 22 ounce format. I mean, the whole thing is so tongue in cheek, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, cute kind of whatever. Sure. That it, and then I just took it to a really dark place, but but it it was, it went so like, Oh, this is annoying as hell. Ooh, I mean, it's like the so bad it's good circle. Like it just came right back around, and I I can't hate this. I really can't. Sure. Whatever you want to find a way to pay somebody a bunch of money, who already makes billions of dollars to begin with. I mean, Coors Light, the the flashlight company for the guy who puts ketchup on his steak. Congratulations. Tagline: Is he gonna fuck that flashlight? Stop it! Stop it, please. <laughs> That's twice. I know. There will not be a third. Oh yes, there will be. There will be a third. Um. Yeah, the hypocrisy of this whole thing just—it drove me absolutely up the wall. Because kind of like what Jeff was saying of, you know, hey, you're a player, you cannot show up in these ads because it looks bad but then all the other shit that happens and is still happening with a bunch of players it's it's mind numbing that they can't do alcohol ads but all this shit's gonna go on whatever 
Whatever. Yeah, you can get a massage from like 37 different people on the company dime. And then get a huge contract, all of which is guaranteed, except for a million dollars, just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, Cleveland. Right? You steamed yourself. You did. God. Uh, speaking of, Wells, congratulations in joining the 40 Club. Thanks. Because apparently alcohol has no effect on you now other than some health benefits. It's a good thing I waited until I turned 40 to start drinking. Correct. And wait, what a way to start. Wells turns 40. He's like, you know what I want to have for beer? Barley wines. Barley wines. All of the barley wines. Jeez. So I didn't even think to ask how you were doing an hour or two after I left. Because I know I left and I was still in good shape. But like he, I was there for four hours. Oh my gosh! And then went I to went to another uh, went to the Wooden Robot seventh anniversary party. Uh-huh. And then I was on the rebound and met him at Heist. And I was still going, man. He was still going. He didn't remember a whole lot. I, uh, just, it, just, it, a, just a brownout. And and only <laughs> only reason I say that is because one of his buddies who I've went out with multiple times with Wells. He reintroduced me to his friend. Man, I'm just trying to be a good host. You okay? were me. You, I can't remember. And like, honestly, I'm with you. Like, how many times is Wells going to whip his penis out? I'm like, right. okay, we get it. We get it. You we got seen a little it. buddy. Yeah. We've, Not that interesting. We've seen it. I did get to meet the brothers Wells. Yep. Oh, well. Both of them. That was an interesting experience. Yeah, I will say that. Straight. Yeah, it's, it's pretty rare that you get the three of us together and... Yeah, my three walls. Yeah, my three walls. That's that's a good sitcom for you, right? There. <laughs> it actually. My mom warned me when I was growing up that I needed to be nicer to my brothers, or else they would grow up to be taller than me, and I must have been a real jerk. Yeah. Well, I mean, because there's like <laughs> facts. Three years and like two inches between us. Up, not out. Thank you, Jeff. Well, I mean, again, I have no idea. I don't know how the rest of the show went. Uh, if they were all showing off their little wells, but you know. <laughs> You're like, is that it? He's like, yes, that's all the wells. Uh, really? Uh, that's okay. Uh, so all right. Yeah. So, anyways, you, you met all the wells. Yeah, that was brothers. cool. <laughs> like, he literally met all the wells. <laughs> I did. I literally met all the wells. My parents stayed home. Yeah, that would have been fun though. I, I don't think my mom would have had a good time, but my dad can hang. Especially if they have like some sort of well, they didn't have enough stouts on the order my mom out. Ah, gotcha. No, it was it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But, but meanwhile, the party pooper over here, um, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation did uh, fund a uh, little piece of research that shows that uh, only risks and zero rewards are there for anybody under the age of 40 that drinks alcohol. And mm. as they have one of the most unflattering photos of Bill Gates drinking boba, <laughs> right? Like of all things, yeah. right? Yeah, That's how a, he gets the microchips inside, right? It's, it's a terrible photo. And, and technically, the study shows that age 49 is where it really stops being, I guess I should say, risk-adversive. Because you, you're, you, as long as you do it in moderation, less and less risks of health issues. Whereas, according to this study, anything before that age, you were basically playing Russian roulette. Sure, sure. Which, and duh. I, I would strongly recommend go to YouTube and look up uh, the Lonely Island song YOLO. Because, like, you know, you might as well rip out your teeth so you don't bite your tongue. 
You know, yeah. I mean, like burn off your fingerprints so that, you know, like, like, like I get it, but with no risk comes no reward. You, you know, like I'm not suggesting everybody go out and get hammered because that's the only way to live life. But, right. you know, I mean, this was one of those, it, the most of my adult life I have known eating red meat is bad for me. Eating pork is bad for me. Eating meat in general really is bad for me. Drinking alcohol is good for me. No, it's bad for me. No, it's good for me. No, it's bad for me. Butter, aspirin. It all depends on whose study comes out. Yes. Josh, you might be interested to know that uh, Burger King just released a new uh, Impossible Whopper. Um, for It's a Southwest Whopper that has uh, guacamole and bacon. I mean, sounds good to me. It sounds good to me. I, you're gonna I sell. You're gonna sell burger, but, but an impossible bacon. burger. And you're gonna put bacon on. It, it. It's yes. an impossible. It's impossible bacon. You know that. It doesn't right? say that. It's gotta be. Uh, it's gotta be. I mean, when they first rolled the impossible burgers out to Burger King, I did ask them like, "Can you put bacon on this?" And they're like, "Can we do what?" I'm like, "Bacon? Can you put bacon on this?" This is not burger? burger King. You can't have it. Your oh wait, but it was really bacon. good. I mean, yeah, it, oh, I'm it, sure. And I mean, any bacon on anything. But I found that I liked. The Impossible Burger King burger a little bit better than the regular Burger King burger. I don't know, whatever. Because one of them is actually meat, and one of them is actually wait, hold on. Wait, wait. One of them is actually not meat, and the other one is also not meat. meat. Well, if you are listening to the show and you are under the age of forty, the good news is there is a safe limit, a threshold of wine or beer that you can drink before it starts to become unsafe. So go raid your, uh, you know, baking utensils, everything, and uh, grab the tablespoon and the teaspoon because you're looking for two teaspoons of wine and two and a half tablespoons of beer, and then you start risking your health after that. Yep. Just nobody's asking, okay? So just keep, keep <laughs> your study and your statistics to yourself, smarty pants. This is one of those <laughs> cases where it's like, you know, the last two years have sucked bad enough. I don't need you coming in and taking alcohol away from me. Right. Don't take okay. all my joys, like, okay? While you're at it, why don't you just come in and say bread is bad for you and also meat. And really, the only thing that's good for you is romaine lettuce. And water. Well, no, romaine isn't either because half it's poisoned. Damn it. <laughs> it's got to be butter lettuce. I'm just going to chew on air for the rest of my life and we'll kind of see how long that lasts. Air and water. Air and water. And maybe more water than air if you know, well, wait, water's not healthy for you either, depending on where you live. So, yeah, you got to watch out for that dihydrogen monoxide. It is super dangerous. The cycle Dude, continues. It, it's it a chemical they put it in so many things, causes breathing issues. Maybe yeah. we should just start a suicide pack, guys. What do you think? Does that sound cool? Jeez. Yep. Uh, like, apparently, but, we can't do anything sure. anymore. Uh, but as part of the suicide pact, uh, I, I will take uh, spot number three to ensure that you guys oh, make okay. it all the way through and there okay. aren't any complications. He's such at a which generous. Point, no, no, like I'm, I'm just, you know, I, like I want to make sure you guys get yours first and okay. then I'll be right behind you. Okay, Jim Jones. Promise. <laughs> big, big super promise. All right, Jim Jones. Thanks. Uh, gentlemen. Baja Blast flavored Kool-Aid. Ooh. Would you like to play a game? No. Not really, but um, since we're strapped for stories. <laughs> uh, so I actually hand selected a couple of new Kickstarters. Wow. New ones. Yes, these are new. Um uh, this one is really new. Some of these are actually old. So I will tell you right now, we're going to do one product. The other two are breweries. 
Mm. I'm going to do a new spin on the breweries part. Okay. And I want you to tell me, do you think they're still open? Okay. okay. Interestingly enough, God, it feels like it has been forever since we've had like a brewery Kickstarter on the show. Yeah. Especially during COVID times. Like you would think we'd have had more. Right. Okay. So this first product is called Ice Divide. The beer glass made for cold beer lovers. What? Wait, is this one of those that has like the uh, slanty angly thing that the beer, like part of it stays frozen and then the, the you know, it's like a cork sickle or whatever. Yes. Without giving anything away, because uh, you'll see prices and, and everything. Else. Actually, no. Uh, you can see this. I will pass the phone around so you can see the image of it. So Jeff, I feel like, you're, I feel you're like I've seen this. On. I've seen this before, but the one that I the, the one that used to have out, I think it was more for whiskey, um, and it was just like like a rocks glass, and it was like cut. I shouldn't say cut, but it was like it had some kind of composite in it. It was filled at like an angle, so that like you could put your drink in there and it would get cold. You know. Yes, I did see that rocks glass, and it like chills your whiskey in like 19 seconds, according to the which like okay I. I while I don't necessarily love throwing an ice cube or water in, like I understand, like you know throwing, how long it takes to put a stone. I've got whiskey stones. It takes two seconds for my whiskey stones to sure. show my whiskey off. But like, okay, but here's the thing: if you, if you're throwing like in in I don't know, maybe I'm going barking up the wrong tree here. If you're putting whiskey stones in your whiskey to chill it, but not add any liquid, you're not opening anything up. You're actually closing off the flavors. That's when you add some good water in, too. <sighs> Why don't you just get a guys? Never mind. I don't care. Fair enough. I already got you upset. That's how I like my whiskey. Okay? I put a stone in, and then I put a little thimble of water in. That's Nobody asked about your Saturday night. That's a good whiskey. So, anyways, this is called Ice Divide. It is the beer glass made for cold beer lovers. Basically, for the listeners, and, of course, the links will be in the show. Imagine a beer bottle glass. We've all seen those, right, where the bottle's kind of inverted, and it's stuck up there. Most of those are plastic. This is actual glass. <gasps> so, audible yawn. Question number one: How much do you think they're asking? Nineteen ninety-nine. Not not for the product itself. How oh. much do they want to actually complete this manufacture run? I will tell you. This just opened today. Fifty thousand dollars. I'm with Jeff. Okay, a little bit higher. $51,000. I'm not going to make it. It's 55000 is what they want. Fifty-five. I mean, like, that's such a bizarre, specific, arbitrary number. It is. Uh, how much, and I will tell you, this is made or will be made over in Italy. So we're talking euro. Oh, it's Italian gas. Oh, so it's the same as a dollar. Got it. Talking euro versus <laughs> dollar. So 55,000 euro. Got it. How much do you think you have to pledge to get into one of these ice divide glasses? 20 euro. 20 euro. Wells. Oh, uh, what's the exchange rate these days? It's oh, about it's one, one to one. one. It's pretty close to one to one. 19 euro. <laughs> he chose lower. Prices prices right rules there? Sure, yeah. I guess. Believe it or not, it's only 12 euro. Okay, well, we to still get bust into a, a pack of one. Still more euro than I plan on spending. There's only 300 of these packs, though, available. Only. Oh, wow. Artificially enforced scarcity. What is this, an NFT? Right. Then, once that's gone, it goes up to 24 euro. Oh, 
So only the first 300 get the $12 super uh, discount. Uh, we can't tell if this funded yet because, again, this just started today. Fund yourself. Um, this one was just completely ridiculous to me because how many times have you guys seen a glass like this? I can't count. A lot. And like, like you I go s- into Total Wine and that's nothing but these. Yeah, or Bed Bath & Beyond. They're everywhere. This yes. is the, like, if not the as seen on TV, but it's like everybody else. Like it's, like, it's like Shark Tank rejects. Well, and I guess the one benefit I would give this over any of the other ones I've seen, all the other ones I've ever seen are plastic. This one says it's going to be glass. So maybe. But then at the same time, who's this for? It's for my son who uh, was so proud of himself for bringing home a four pack of nitro Pepsi because uh, he likes the nitro effect. And I'm oh. like, and, and, and wait, they, they, they make a nitro. Pepsi? They make a nitro Pepsi. It's actually, it's it's Pepsi, but it's it's okay. Is it cane sugar Pepsi or is it bullshit sugar Pepsi? I don't remember. Okay, I'm curious. Yeah, go look at it. They've got yeah, a van- yeah. they got oh, a vanilla well. version of it too. Um, Go on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, you know, I kind of drink Pepsi. Um, it was fine. But he was all excited because he, he took one of my pint glasses and stuck it in the freezer. And I'm like, it's not where those go. And I'm like, well, that's one of my shaker pints, so I don't care. But also, like, understand the physics of what you're doing right here. Right. He's like, oh yeah. I mean, like you've already got you've already got the drink in the fridge, so it's already plenty cold. Yeah. So you're gonna put it in that, and you're basically gonna like you're not gonna taste a whole lot. Yeah. But I mean, hey, I mean, like a root beer float. I I I can't remember how many frosty mugs of Boulevard wheat I had growing up, and it was like the first time I actually had just a normal Boulevard wheat. I went, oh, this actually has flavor to it. I was um, I was at a local pizza place. Go figure. Because we got pizza around here. Killed a little time, ordered a beer, and they got out a frosted pint. And I'm just like, ugh. Get out. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, you know, I'm not gonna not gonna make a big deal about it. But you know, as the time went by and I had some more time, I'm like, uh, I'd like another one, but I don't want a frosted pint. Right. And the, and the kid running the, the the bar, I'm assuming he was 21. I'm assuming you have to be 21 to serve. Yes, you do. So he was all of. College, no, sorry, eighteen. You okay, serve. he he was yes that that makes sense because he was talking about how much he drank at his uh, SEC SEC college um, and the stuff that he drinks and blah blah blah. And I'm like, just so like if you're gonna run the bar here, like understand when you give somebody a frosted glass, this is what's happening. You might ask first, because yeah. I would say no, no, thank you, sir. Okay. So my second one, no, no frosted glass. Next, next one up, gentlemen. This one started six days ago. So again, we we in COVID times, right? This is very current. This is called Tortured Souls Brewing Company. Uh huh. They are a small batch manufacturer of, of course they are beer and seltzer. Are they disrupting anything? They need your help to create a unique entertainment experience for the city of Pittsburgh. Sounds like they need better ideas. Is that included in there? Nope. The owners are in process of applying their 10 plus years of home brewing experience. Oh, goodness. And business acumen. Congratulations. You won an award at a local thing for some people. To converting a large church into a one of a kind space. 
kind of on the nose to do a, a brewery called Tortured Souls at an old church. It, a little bit is. It feels like you're really trying to land into the shtick, whether it works or not. In the sanctuary tap room, patrons will enjoy spacious bar seating and an open floor plan for parties of all sizes. Guests who are looking for a quieter and more intimate experience can reserve time in the red room. Private space located beneath a sanctuary for small parties and get-togethers. Yada yada. We're gonna have hosts and and music and artists and everything else. They are in Pittsburgh. How much do you think they want to open this brewery? I'm, so I'm, two home brewers. Do, I'm they, just, do they already own the building? Um, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Vamp for a second. I feel like like I'm sorry. Pittsburgh is a big enough town. You shouldn't need help to get started. You oh, need wait. to have good beer, and then you open a spot, you will be successful. Let, yeah. l- let me throw this pitch at you first. Have you heard about us already? Tortured Souls has already started making its name and brand known throughout social media and a website Oof. with available merchandise and making a debut at one of Pittsburgh's original beer fests, Big Port 21. You know what this sounds exactly like right now? And uh-huh. it's not just your voice. This is 1,000% Entertainment 720. <laughs> Go back and watch. Entertainment 720. That's right. Like the initial like kickoff that that Tom (laughs) Haverford does about Entertainment 720. You know, like it sounds exactly like that. So are you are you saying I could just like make a copy like this and start my own brewery, Jeff? That'd be sweet. No, you can't because if you tried, you would just be successful by dumb luck, as opposed to actually having to go and beg for help. So uh, they are an artisanal brewery. Yes, of course we know they are. most of them are, but it still sounds cool. Oh, did they actually say that? Yes. I hate them even No, more. I'm reading this copy directly from the Kickstarter. I'm so angry. Uh, yada, yada. I still don't see anything about them owning the building, so I cannot tell you that they do. But if they don't, I mean, that... It kind of... I'm assuming they do, but it does not spell it out. And some of the other ones I looked at said... We own the facility. We just need help buying the equipment. But, like, again, I, I don't feel like, okay, this very second, getting a bank loan may be harder than it has been. Right. But I also feel like if you're going into brewing in a big town that has a lot of population nearby, like, you should be shooting fish in a barrel. This really shouldn't be difficult. We have a new brewery open here in Charlotte about every 13 seconds. Definitely feels that way, at least. Tell me why you can't open up in Pittsburgh. Um, no arguments here. Ain't nothing but a heartache. So, question number one. How much do you think they're asking? And here's, once you hear the answer, I think they do own the building. I will say that based off of that, that question. All right, half a million dollars. I no. was going to say 35 grand. You both are way too high. Yeah. Okay. Bulge. So so before you even say the number, I should I said 35 and in the back of my head I'm like if they're not asking for a lot of money, this is not something they need money for. This is a way for them to do like quote unquote grassroots advertising. Marketing, yes. yeah. They're yeah. they're marketing here with this and hey they'll make some money off of it. But like, honestly, I'm I'm so annoyed with these guys and yeah. girls. Whatever. It is a husband and wife team, by the way. Uh, they are only asking for ten thousand dollars. So, do they own the building? They have to at that point, right? That, and all the equipment. 
And like Jeff said, they are doing this for marketing. There is no question look at, about it. If you need, look, if you're wanting to open a brewery and ten thousand dollars is your like, oh, we can't do it without your help. You're not. You're, you're, you you don't understand how businesses work. You don't understand how money works. But they said they have business acumen. It they, says it right here. Yeah. But and if they, they have business acumen, why are they on Kickstarter? So, <laughs> But it says it right here in so, the copy. So it's like everybody on, on LinkedIn saying that they're a disruptor. No, you're not. You're just annoying to work with. Okay, like, so next question. And this does actually still have six days to go. Have they reached that $10,000 goal? Jeff. It's not yet. They will. Well, it'll be super annoying. Oh, I hope not. You're both wrong. They did. They are actually overfunded right now. Currently, at eleven thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight dollars. Oh I wonder so, how much of that came from the ownership. from them. Yes, my thoughts exactly. Okay, last question, and then we'll do an an older brewery that, and we'll play the Are they still open or not? I game. love these games. I know you do. What do you think is the Lowest pledge to get a reward, and what do you think that reward is? A sticker and ten dollars. Okay, Jeff. I don't, I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> I hate this game. Everybody's got a price, my friend. It's, it's it's ten bucks. I'm with Wells. It's something super low because their entry point, and and it's bullshit. It's it's coasters and stickers and it's swag and it's terrible swag. It's swag that you wouldn't pay four dollars for. And they're charging ten to twenty for it. You're both wrong. It's twenty five dollars to get the lowest tiered pint glass, and it's a twenty two ounce shaker pint. A twenty two ounce shake. Fuck you. Yep. It's fifty dollars. Them, not you. Okay. Fifty dollars will get you a t shirt. Hundred dollars, a limited edition t shirt. Look at if I learned anything from the eighties and Tone Loke, it said I need fifty dollars to make you holler. I get paid to do the wild thing. This is not a T-shirt. How much is a ZJ? <laughs> Believe it or not, to actually get into being able to get a beer for backing a brewery to get a pint, five hundred bucks. Wait, wait. What else comes with that? So this is limited to fifty. Sure. Uh, you get. Let's see. You get a hat, shirt, pint glass, bottle opener. You get a five-year membership into their mug club, <laughs> which is your own exclusive glassware that is housed at the brewery specifically for you to visit. Oh, and I'm sorry. You don't get free beer with that. You just get a discounted beer with that at $500. Yeah, Pennsylvania's got some really weird liquor laws, really weird beer laws, and it makes me wonder, you know, what the giveaways legality is discounted beers and shit. So mm, good luck y'all. All right. So this one is a little bit older. Oh wow. There's another one. We're just going to do God, they, they multiply like gremlins. Did we feed these after midnight? Right. You did this one. Gentlemen, did we is, accidentally sprinkled some Baja blast on them. It's Jeez. called wizard works brewing, brewing company. Pass. <laughs> no, bye. <laughs> well, pass. Oh, I can't wait to read the copy for this. Back in my early 20s, I started homebrewing. A huge world of beer I never knew existed opened up to me. Great beer, which was totally different than the mass-produced in an atmosphere where people enjoyed such things. Oh, time out. What year is this flavor. posted? 2020. Was this posted in 2004? 2020. 2020. 2020. 
Okay. I don't want to say you're late to the party, right? But like... Oh, let me let me finish because he, he addresses that. Let Jeff. me finish. I knew I wanted to be part of bringing this to others. 35 years and a few more beers later and lots of self-education and support from people in the brewing community have opened this door He's for the opportunity. He's 34 beers? No, 35 years. 35 years. Not okay. beers. Also... Tagline number two. Are you ready for this one? I, th- I think the answer is no. I am a wizard. Seriously. Okay, Harry. You're when a I was 18, I was a- apprenticed at a magician for the summer. That's where the- I got the bug to learn about magic and the performing arts. That's, that's not a wizard. Almost 40 years later, I still travel the country performing at fairs, festivals, private and corporate events, and best of all, bars and clubs. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. 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 All right, so you get the shtick. He is a home brewer that was a magician and probably because of COVID uh, had no choice but to do this because, right. you know, his, his economy shut nobody down. Nobody cares about close-up magic and then COVID. And so nobody cares about close-up magic during COVID. Right. So number one, how much did he want? Gosh, 25. Two doves and a rabbit. <laughs> hey! Hey! Uh, Jeff, to I'll, put his wife back together. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a, a little bit closer on this one. It was uh, 15000 All right. Question number two. Do you think he made this? By the way, this is in Milwaukee. I don't. I don't. Do you think he funded? I don't care. I don't care about this Kickstarter. I, I shouldn't have to fund somebody opening a business. Hey, you know what I've been doing for the last 35 years... I've been making food, and my brain was blown away at all the very good food I could make at home that was different from the stuff that I could get from McDonald's and Burger King. And Taco Bell. And Taco Bell. And I learned how to make my own food, and now I want you to pay to help me open my restaurant. Like, when was the last time you saw that? Well, never. I'm sure they're out there. It never happens. I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure they are, but I don't I just don't look those I don't, up. I don't want to talk about it. I just look up the beer ones. You never answered the question. Did this fund? Jeff. Yes. Wells. I put on my robe and wizard hat. No. Wells, you were wrong. It did fund. Great. Okay, so this one closed, by the way, in May of 2020. Surprise. Like so many places do. No, 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 no. The Kickstarter. Oh, Kickstarter closed May 12th of 2020. Is it open? So that is the next question. We are now two years post. Do you think this brewery, A, did it ever see the light of day? And does it still exist? I'm going to go with did not see the light of day. At least I'm just hoping that way. Jeff is just... Jeff Jeff is abstaining. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. Good day, sir. Hey, you were the one that gave me this idea. You remember that, right? Nope. Deny it. Don't be such a wizard sleeve. Right? I mean, come on. Jeff, come on. Answer the question, man. Did nope. <laughs> murder Jeff, and I think they're still open. They are. God. They are still surviving. Okay, what's the name of this brewery? It is called Wizard Works Brewing. Pull up their website. The very top of it says, Discover Our Magic. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look them up on Untapped 
and see what the brewery rating is instead. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I'll tell you why you do that on draft right now. They have the WizKid Magic Shandy, which is a Shandy Rattler. They have the Box Jumper, which is a Blondale. BD Levitation, which is a Czech Pills. Human Alcohol Beer, which is a Lager. Golden Butterfly Berry Acai Sour. The Hofsenweiser. Smoke and Mirrors. Phantom Bride. Abracadabra. First Rabbit. Wizard Draft. All right, so they're a magic-themed seven-barrel brewery and tap room located in Milwaukee. They have 5,000 check-ins total, 2,000 unique, and they're rocking a pitiful 3.6. Whew. Like, I have a long-standing whatever. Like, I've got to be bored to even dip my toe below 3.75. Okay. And that's if I'm, like, in the sticks. Like, oh, brewery I've never been to. Let's let's check their untapped ratings And not in Milwaukee Or up in Mooresville. <laughs> oh. Again, was bored, went anyway. Um, otherwise, I'd have some sort of minimal standards, and these guys just aren't going to make it. Uh, sorry, you... I, I might be a little behind because I had to do a lot of reading. I don't <laughs> know. This is... Yeah. Okay. A, li- yeah, a little... Bu- okay, okay. I wanted to make sure. A little behind. Uh, we were just talking about that church brewery anyway. Yeah. Was it a Catholic church? I don't know. Okay, hey. good. It just says it was a church. Uh, I did. I'm not going to torture you guys anymore. I did find <laughs> two other breweries that were just as bad, but this one really stuck out to me because you know I'm a wizard and I'm like, um, you know, the the one that I will never be able to shake was a Charlotte based one, and it was like some guy that interned with one of the local breweries, and I think it was unknown, and part of the Kickstarter was. Oh, I want to find like new uses for all these. Oh, I uh, remember that. Like spent grains. I'm like, you just get rid of them. Or just go do it. Like, I don't understand the. <sighs> Fund my research. For, for, for as much as everybody lashes out about, it's not that I don't want to work, I just don't want to work for that wage. Like, this constant like need to be handed everything. You shouldn't have to ask people to give you money so that you can go play with a hobby. Meanwhile, don't forget to give us money on Patreon. Patreon.com slash craft beer cast. We get like a whopping like I know, I know, I know dollars a month. I know, I know, I know. And we thank our patron supporters. We do, we do, but I mean you got to see the. But we're also out there. We're not out there begging for it. No, we're we're not not. like, hey, help us take the show to the next level by um being able to invest in a new studio. We're going to do a new studio, and, and based on our um, nine years of experience, we're going to do some research in, in what in could our, make our podcast better, give it, us money. Yeah. In our business acumen that we have, or lack thereof. We, no, no, pod, it's, we should just run ads, right? <laughs> I mean, at that point. If I get free beds and bidets, I'm in. I'm telling you. Ooh. I want to start a Kickstarter for a bed with a built-in bidet. For, for, for those times when you're like laying in bed and you're just too lazy. And you have the uncontrollable shits. I don't understand where yeah, any other time you would ever well, be in that situation. Well, think about it. Hey Siri, ever... hey Siri, set a daily reminder. Never go to Wells House ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you get all nice and comfy and you're like laying in bed and you're like, oh, I'm about ready to fall asleep, but you realize you still have to take a shit. Uh, they have bedpans for that. It's a it, but 
<laughs> but a built-in bidet? A bedpan but bidet. So that's the thing. Like You've got a bedpan and a, and a bidet. Okay. Good luck. Have fun with that on Shark Tank. Thanks. I want $100,000. All right, are we ready for break? Damn right we are. All right, we'll They're be like, back I'll in get, like, He's like, I'm looking for $100,000 for 100% of my company. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> he's like, no, I'm done with it. I want. I just want some money, and just, I don't want to have it anymore. Yeah, just it's take all it. yours. Take it, please. I'm not going to help in, out in at all. In fact, take my name off this when you buy it. Thank you. All the wipes. Time for buy no buy. I'll explain how it works. Pretty simple. We've been drinking beer throughout the show. It's show two. Sometimes we get a little bit more on the loopy side, and I punish these guys with uh, some pretty bad Kickstarters. So they probably hate me right now. Right now, Jeff for spear up. Oh yeah. By the way, it's a simple scale. It's a one or a zero. Yeah. So uh, again, thanks to Chase um, for sending us uh, four out of our five beers. Uh, first one up tonight is uh, Nuclearis. So he must have heard us talking about our uh, beer slushy. Yes. And, uh, and and so he sent us, uh, now in a can format, uh, a can of Spotted Cow. Um, you know, this one always freaks me out because I when, when you look at it up, it's, it's labeled as a farmhouse ale. And so I'm like, oh, it's going to be this like, you know, like horse blanket and all that kind of stuff. And it really isn't. It's just a good, excellent beer that I feel like drinks well anywhere. Um, I love the fact that the can has in big letters only in Wisconsin. Only in Wisconsin. You will only find it there. Um, this is just a great beer. I'm thankful to have it. Thanks, Chase, for sending it. Wells? God, please don't burn me at the stake for saying this, but I think it's perfectly all right. Nothing's wrong with it. I'm just not going to buy it. I, I, I can have so much other stuff that tastes like this not from Wisconsin. If I was in Wisconsin, I might drink the hell out of this, but... I just don't see what the big deal is. I have fond memories of going to the local sports bar after work when I was traveling up there a lot and having like big, like Oktoberfest mugs of the shit. <sighs> it was great. Man, I can imagine like a, a cool fall day. <laughs> Any day, honestly. Well, yeah, yeah. But uh, so Chase, number one, thank you for sending this again. Cause yes, last time we had this, we had this in a bottle. I had problems with the keyser. The keyser liked to freeze things. And unfortunately, the bottle of Spotted Cow got frozen. And we really didn't get to experience what it was like. I am happy to now have finally had this in its, you know, unfrozen format. Right. Unadulterated format. Right. Uh, the fact that this is still only available in Wisconsin is kind of mind-blowing to me. I just love the middle finger they give to everybody else. Like, we're not yeah. going to distribute anywhere else. Screw yeah. you guys. Fuck off. We're New Glarus. And it sucks if you're like a Minnesota, you know, tap room that some or bar that does bring this stuff in. It's really easy to be like, that's not supposed to be here. And I'm going to call the cops. Yeah, yeah. you betcha. You betcha. Uh, I'll, I'll buy this. I, I, It's one of those beers that I've always wanted to try. Now, finally, in my fucking 41st year on this earth, I get to try a normal version of it. So <sighs> you old. I am old. I we like just it. didn't really... St- really endeavor to source another 
Yeah, we never did. Uh, but thanks, Chase, for sending that. Absolutely. Bye. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Wells brought um, a mm, combo breaker nope, nope, in the middle of the show. Mm, what? Mm. No, no. Well, I'm doing that one last. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I moved the, the third one to the last because reasons. Uh, up next, Wells brought a combo breaker in here uh, from Weathered Souls out of San Antonio, Texas. Uh, this is called When Hops Cry. Uh, a West Coast style IPA, although uh, over here on the site it says a triple West Coast style IPA, Amarillo, Simcoe, Citra, and El Dorado. It's hoppy as hell. Um, it's it's definitely a, a on the hazy side, but as a triple West Coast, like I'm not really sure. I know what I want it to be, and I want it to be like a Maharaja or a Stone. Like I want it to be clear. Yeah, it is not. Um, that being said, it's not too hazy. I feel like I'd have a hard time making it all the way through this can, let alone multiples of it. But I like it. It does taste good. Um, I would have this on a flight. I'd, I'd be willing to try. I, I would buy it at least once to try a whole pour. I just don't know if I'd be able to enjoy the entire pour. So that's a no buy. I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. Okay. Well, the body in this does look a little on the hazy side. Holy nuts. This thing is a pine bomb. Uh, Untapped lists this as 107 IBUs. And I'm just sitting here thinking if y'all would just like filter it or run it through a uh, great. Now I can't even remember the dang centrifuge just to, I don't know. Like I, I love it. Like I want to love it more. I really like it. I'm going to buy it. Josh. So, Wells, you said they're moving here, too? Or yep. opening a... Not moving, but opening a spot here. Yeah, and I've had their stouts. This is my first time having, like, an IPA from them. Uh, I would assume just tap room, not brewery, that they're They're going doing. to be brewing there, too, yeah. Really? Yeah. Go okay. for them. Nice. Yep. Um, if in, this, in South End. If this is the <sighs> first... Liso, miso, wetso? Loso. So-so? Moso? Uh, if this is the, the first, you know, and I know it's not made here, but... This is the first bow from the canon of of them that I can remember ever having. Maybe yeah. we've had other beers on the show from them. If uh, only we had remember. a way to look that up that you have literally pulled up on your computer. I've had, I've had several just on draft that Jackass. you know they didn't you know bring package here, so right. it's just right. like a tap takeover. Yeah, and this is impressive. The, well, they were some of the best imperial stouts I've ever had. So I'm like, let's see how their IPAs hold up. It's nice. Yeah, I really like this. Uh, I get the complaints that, yeah, it's labeled as a West Coast and it's, you know, not not clear. But, you know, we made the joke year, years ago, it feels like at this point, that half of the New England were just lazy brewers that didn't want to run their beers through Centrifuge and everything else. And that has changed quite a bit. But it doesn't bother me. Like I guess I'm not that purist that I need to see through that beer anymore. I don't care. I'm, I'm more about the taste. And this is fantastic. Absolute buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Uh, one that I didn't even know existed, let alone know that I was going to be interested in. Um, thanks to Chase for sending Surly's Double Furious, a furious whiskey barrel aged IPA. Um, so I guess in the pimp your right like completely change this lineup because i'm like rotating all of these well so so i'm so confused so so weathered souls got added in 
Right, right, right. And I skipped. I skipped oh. talking. I, I missed one when I was talking about. Okay, let me go back. Okay, I was. I was very confused. Sorry. Show two. My bad. Okay, so uh, we did spotted cow, um, and then up next is modest old omen. Okay, now that's, I feel better. That's that. That should be move that one down to number two, and then yeah, swap that with weathered souls. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Chase sent us a, a can of modest brewings. Uh, Old Omen, a um, single Bach, traditional style, six and a half percent. I liked this. It's a dark lager. It's uh, nice and roasty and toasty. And um, I feel like it, you know, it's it's fun to have these kind of styles. It's important to have these kind of styles. It's just it's just good. I oh, like it's it. beyond important yeah. to have these kind so, of styles. Uh, buy for me. Wells? It's good. Um, this is one of those, like I, I could see myself reaching for this more a little bit in the the autumn times, I guess. Um, I'm not even like a seasonal drinker, but I I could seasonally fuck this up. Uh, it's a buy, Josh. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> what's the point? We haven't even had it. Just oh, let's, let's keep it. Okay. Yeah, just keep it. Uh, this is fantastic. I, I, I love this. This is nice. Um, well, it's kind of like you said, fall, even like cold spring morning. Like I'm getting outside, you know, doing stuff with the dogs, doing stuff in the yard. Like, oh, yeah. Or starting my smoker. Ooh, ooh. This would be a good grilled beer. Yeah. Six for sure. Yeah. Just like, you know, I, I know I'm going to be out here for six plus hours today. Because you want to be. Yeah. Let me just fucking hang out and drink this beer. Oh, absolutely. Oh, this is fantastic. I big love at, this. Big pours of this. Yeah, for I sure. Absolutely love this. Absolute buy. And, mm. you know, back to really quickly, uh, Jeff saying it is important to try these styles of, of beers. It is. And yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll leave it at that for right now. It, it's just, it's a shame that the majority of what's out there on the shelf right now is. Juicy IPA, hazy IPA, sour, you know, like pastry, milkshake. Like, I get it. They're easy to drink. This isn't a hard-to-drink beer. It's not just all. not a style that you're normally gravitating towards because it doesn't taste like a stick of chewing gum. Right. But I mean, my, my little heart was a flutter when, you know, we had not one but two German breweries in this town now, like... I have options of where I can go to get German beer. beer. Correct. And, and even then, fucking pumped. there are some non-German breweries yes. that are kicking ass at it as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. Next beer up. Um, okay, so we did the New Glarus. We did that. We did the word. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, Old Omen uh, was second, Josh. Yeah, okay. We're up next... Um, Back to my, my previous rant. Uh, thanks to Chase for sending the beer that I didn't think I realized I needed in my life. Surly's Double Furious. Um, so this is one of those things where they took a took a beer and and I'm because of kind of Surly's Yo, trouble that they've had for a while. I, I heard you like Surly. Right. But I kind of wonder if maybe Surly wasn't selling as well as it could have been. And so maybe they had some leftover furious stock and then distilled it into a whiskey. You can, if you're in that uh, general area of Minnesota, 
you can go to the liquor store and buy Furious Whiskey. It's a whiskey that they've made, you know, by distilling down Surly's um, Furious beer. Nice. So then they took those barrels that they aged that beer in and then stuck basically it says double IPA, but I mean like honestly at 13 and a half percent, this is more like triple IPA realm for me. Like actual triple IPA. Correct. Um, 13 and a half percent IPA that they aged in whiskey barrels. And oh man, I really, really like this. Um, you're it, shaking it like it's empty. I'm shaking it as if is there any more left in it. <laughs> um, the the barrel treatment on it's real nice. I'm not always keen on a barrel treated IPA. I, I don't know that this at 13 percent like this kind of treads into that like 120 minute IPA. Is it really an IPA? It's just hopped. Um, is this closer to an American barley wine? I don't know. I just I, I this just drinks great for me. And it's probably why I keep messing up the lineup. <laughs> Fair enough. I've had a I've had a bunch of this. It's real damn good. I'm a big buy. Well, well, the depth on this is, I, God, I'm gonna buy it and buy it some more. It's um, I mean, it's it's definitely the. We're gonna distill the beer, and then age it in barrels, and then dump the liquor, and then put more beer in there, and. And, and, and it stacks. Um, I really want the. I really want to try the the distilled version of this. You want the whiskey? I want the whiskey. Sure, of course I do. Um, but I'd just settle for another four pack. This is a solid buy, Josh. Yeah, this is <clears throat> no question about it. I mean, this is fantastic. I. You know what's funny is this reminds me so much, and I know they're completely different styles. Well, not different styles, but different beers. First time I ever had Devil Dancer. Like, this big booze bomb of a triple yeah. IPA, and then you add Surly into the mix, yeah. and then you break down Furious into whiskey, and then you barrel age it. It's just like, yo, dog, I heard you do like Surly, and... <laughs> So I got some Surly and distilled it into more Surly so you could have Surly in your Surly while you have Surly in your Surly. And fucking A, did they nail it. Like, absolute buy. Uh, I kind of feel like this one's already on my top 10 list of the year. It's going on my... Like, this is... Whew, this is fantastic. Next beer up. Final beer up. Because we're scrapping uh, the last one for uh, next, next time around. Oh, okay. Um, Chase sent us a can from Pulpit Rock. Uh, I guess he was in Decorah going to Toppling Goliath, as one does, and uh, was there for some big beer release and uh, had had a couple of the beers from this Pulpit Rock and really enjoyed them and said, uh, y'all might like this one. Um, so this one's called Banana Straws. It is a banana strawberry sour. Okay. I was very confused, and now everything is very clear. It, I'll explain my confusion in a second. It most definitely, like the strawberry is there, the sour is there, the banana is very slight. And, and I am a, like, once a year, maybe twice, I'm in the mood for something with banana in it. Um, so I, I, I won't be buying this for that reason. 
Um, but this is actually really good. I, I really think it's a well-made beer. I really like this as a sour. I think the strawberry and banana really plays well together. Um, if you like strawberry or you like banana or heaven forbid you like both, this is going to nail it and knock it out of the park for you. But um, like I'm not wasting my, you know, <laughs> like, again, banana is just not necessarily my thing. I get it. But, it, but it's, it's really good. I just don't think I can get through a whole can. Wells? I'm with you, Jeff. Um, I liked it. I really enjoyed it. I was pleasantly surprised. Banana sour. I was skeptical first couple sips. I'm like, I'm really vibing with this. But then it just wore out its welcome for me. And banana and strawberry sour is not really something that that I'm asking for, not something that I'm reaching for. It was really good, but... It just, I just got a little tired of it. So I'm going to know by it, but I like it, but I'm still going to know by it. Whatever. Josh. Chase, you found a sour that is right up my wheelhouse. Hey, who knew? This is perfect because believe it or not, what it reminds me a lot of just taste wise, Mm -hmm. obviously, Mm -hmm. is I love strawberry banana yogurt. It's okay. one of my favorite yogurts of all time. Sure. And I don't eat yogurt anymore. I eat Greek yogurt. Sure. Greek yogurt's got that little tang to it. That reminds like me a lot of that that kind of sharpness. And yeah. holy shit, this is perfect. Like, It's really good. If, if you wanted to introduce somebody to a sour that hates sours like I do, I feel like this is the beer to do it because... The strawberry's there. It's not overpowering. The banana's there. It's not overpowering. It's not like my teeth are clenching and hurting, and I don't feel like I'm going to have old man acid reflux in the middle of the night. This is perfect. This is an absolute dream sour for me. Uh, so, uh, Chase, if you want to send me like a case of this, <laughs> I'm in. Because that's an absolute buy. Uh, it's time for I tap that. So, so what I'm understanding is that like uh, now he's on the hook for a case of this beer that he had to travel for, and also some of the uh, Surly uh, whiskey. Got yes, it. yes. Just to make sure. Yes, check and check. Double Surly, Surly whiskey. Let's go. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. It's also the beer too. Yes. Yes. It's time for I tap that. It's pretty simple. Out of the beers that we had on the show, what are we going to put on our kegerator? In our home, if we had the option, Jeff, where are you going, my man? I mean, honestly, that that old omen, I, I feel like would be a great just like having it on. It's hot right now, but in about sixty days, when the weather starts to turn, I say it's that, hot right now. It's only going to get hotter. That beer will be clutch in about sixty days. Yes, um, but I can't not tap that freaking surly. That was ridiculous. Like, honestly, like. I saw that and I looked at it and I read about it. And I'm like, well, this has the opportunity to be something special. And it totally knocked it out of the park for me. Um, this is one that stands out to me that I'll remember for a while. It was really special. Absolutely. Well, as Josh said, this is a top 10 year in beer. Um, and if it isn't for me, it's top 15 for sure. It's uh, Surly Double Furious is an easy, I'd tap that. Holy cow. Like, I just, I really, like, of the three beers that I bought, I love them all. Yeah. But that one is just unfair. Unfair. Josh. I mean, I will echo that unfair statement because, number one, 
there's a sour that I actually like. Right. That says a lot. Yeah. That Bach was fan-fucking-tastic, too. Absolutely. Yep. And the fact that just having OG original Spotted Cow finally, for the first time, that wasn't you know a mess because my stupid keys are messed up was a joy. It was a true joy to 100%. actually experience that beer for what it is. But yeah, the Furious just came in and kicked everything in its dick and said, sit down. You know, and wow. Humble. And like, I don't want to say that I wrote off Surly, but like for the last couple of years, things have gotten kind of weird around there. And they have. The, like the, 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 like one of the original brewers had left and gone to yeah. Three Floyds. And there was all this drama going on about Surly. And I was just kind of like, well, I mean, I've seen their stuff. We've had some of their stuff in town. And we it's just kind of like, well, okay, whatever. I'm not going to get too excited about them. I'm not too much worried about them. And then this comes in and just. Blows my socks. Yeah, Rex House. Yeah, so I, Jeff, I really want more of this. We're at the end of the show. Where are we at, man? Come find us on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. Oh, my goodness. This certainly can uh, was canned in February. Wow. And maybe that's why we all like it so much, because probably some of the hops have died off in it. It's possible. But ISO fresh. You know, ISO, ISO period or, not, or just ISO, yeah, exactly. ISO period ISO and the whiskey and uh, I feel like there's probably going to have to be some uh, exchange of something more than just like or I'll send you some beers yeah thank you Chase hit yes. a, hit, yeah you, you know how to get a hold of me Chase um, that being said go to check us out on the interwebs crapbeercast.com or if you want to if Facebook's your thing like you know, Chase likes to communicate over Facebook facebook.com slash crapbeercast you can hit us up on the Twitters at cbcast for crapbeercast uh, Wells where can they find you at all the Wells on the Instagrams and Twitters Josh you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend, tell somebody about us. Don't forget about our Patreon, patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Kick us some shekels. Uh, we, we've been going for a while, and I don't see any sign of stopping soon because, you know, the studies say we're safe to drink now. So. Woohoo! All of us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We can booze it on up. Other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.